Welcome to Sim Chat. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Angela. And today our topic is links or Link. the linking routine. The vocabulary linking vocabulary routine. Linking, correct. Yeah. So we thought we would talk about um, how we implement links in our classroom and how we've seen it used and hopefully some ways that you can use it in your classrooms. And we're assuming that if you're listening to this podcast that you know what links are. Um, but I'm, I think we can post some pictures. Yes. Um, of some student examples. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly we're thinking like, you know, because links itself is, is about vocabulary, but how, how to differently use it, I guess. Mm-hmm. How can it be varied across content levels? Yes. Um, well, in my classroom, after, after explicitly teaching the yeah. students the linking routine, because yeah. um, I feel like that sometimes takes a while. Yeah, like you can't just hand it to them in, yeah. in the beginning of the year and be like, okay, now, now do links. Like you, I feel like with my class, at least with sixth graders, I have to really explicitly teach it mm-hmm. for like um, maybe even six weeks mm-hmm. before I feel like they've really all truly mastered it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get them in seventh grade and they know what to do. But um, theoretically, <laughs> theoretically, yeah, <laughs> or they forgot over yeah. the summer. Um, but uh, when after we've gone through, well, I guess when uh, explicitly teaching it, I think uh, one of the hardest parts of the linking routine is getting an effective rhyming word. Um, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, um, we have rhyming dictionaries in our yeah. library. I only have like three of them though, I uh-huh. think in my classroom. Um, yeah, I'd say that's a little bit of a struggle, especially because we have so many English language learners yes. and I think that they're looking at, like they look at the word and they, they see parts of a word, but it doesn't mm-hmm. sound the same. Yeah. Or I've had kids rhyme words, um, almost in their, in their kind of in their native language or in their, yeah. their accent, the rhyme words. Totally. And it's, it's not the right rhyme, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so we have to kind of walk through. But I mean, that is all part of the learning process. Mm-hmm. And so, um, assuming that you've taught it explicitly and they, your class knows how to do it, then what? Yes. Um, well, I think probably my favorite use of links was, were in the math and science notebooks. Yeah, um, that was a good one. I'd say the the best one was your cells unit, the cells unit and the heart unit mm-hmm. in those notebooks, um, because at that point they have been exposed to the words and the content, so they already have a little bit of a background. And then um, links is almost kind of the second step in the process Mm -hmm. as far as um, going over the word and Mm -hmm. cementing it in their brain Mm -hmm. um, for the use of the word. And the math um, notebook... I don't teach math anymore this year. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm using all your old math materials. <laughs> yeah. And the links are so helpful even to me as a teacher because yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, now I know what the difference is. Um, yeah. And math has a lot of, most of that math vocabulary, it will be the vocabulary through 12th grade. Yeah. So I feel totally. like um, establishing exactly what the word means and even um, in a way that helps helps them apply, mm-hmm. like prime composite square, for example, mm-hmm. um, in a way, because they're going to need to know what those numbers are for the rest of their math career. So yeah. um, building that, I guess, enduring understanding. I just did a review activity the other day, even because school year is about to be over, um, and we were just talking about, you know, what's math going to be like in seventh grade? Mm-hmm. And even though they know, we've done a lot of math vocabulary with links and a lot of activities, mm-hmm. they know the words, 
But um, we just did a review links where they they did words like product and quotient rather than multiply and divide. Oh, like yeah. these are the these are the new more oh, academically appropriate words that you will be yeah. using. Um, I think that just yeah. it set it in stone a little bit more. And it, I hope. I guess it, it also ups the ante. Um, you don't say. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they call it? The, oh God, they always call it the wrong thing. <laughs> I forget. I don't teach math anymore this year. Um, anyway, they call it. Yeah, using the accurate vocabulary. Yeah. Um, I guess. One thing I brought with me, um, just that's sitting here in front of me, that I started doing this year as my warm up, probably just um, since the middle of the year in January. I was at a bookstore and I grabbed um, a book. It's the American Heritage Dictionary's 100 Words Every Middle Schooler Should Know. Ooh, I like it. And then um, I made up these little links glossaries where they, it's like ideally there are 100 spot, 100 blank links in there and yeah. they're bound with binder rings. I stole this idea from somebody else. I don't even know who made these initially. I just have the template. Yeah, it's a neat template. And so when the kids walk in in the morning, their warm-up is they just do two words a day, I and I have it up there. But I have taught it explicitly. Like, we've, we've used mm-hmm. it as homework, so they're really comfortable with links. They can do it on their own. But every day I pretty much, you know, what would be a good reminding word for this word? What would be a good reminding word? And then we write the words every day that are two new words on post-its and so then we're creating this like word wall that is evolving oh, there it is. every day so i think at this point right now we're like at 80 yeah. 84 yeah. we have like 16 more words to go before the last day of school that's great and i periodically probably every two weeks i give them a vocabulary quiz and it's not they don't have to stress out about it. Basically, they get credit if they take the quiz. It's just how many words did they get correct, and then we figure oh. out a percentage. Even though every time they take the quiz, there's there's more words that are added. Oh. But um, last week, we took a quiz, and I think it was 68 words was on the quiz. And Wow. <laughs> I know, which sounds yeah. like a ton, right? Yeah. Sounds crazy. And... You know, I'm, they don't cheat because they don't need to. They're not mm-hmm. worried about their grade. They know they get credit for doing mm-hmm. it. And it was like all but three kids got over 80% of the words wow. correct. And most of the words... Wait, is this spelling or vocab? Just for vocab. Oh, right? wow. I mean, it's a, it's a big quiz. Yeah. So a couple days before next week, a couple days before the last day of school, they're going to have a test on the 100 words. Wow. And that is the one that's is going to count towards their grade. But um, essentially, like, I'm I'm using an assessment for learning. Mm -hmm. um, Model? Yeah, exactly. So they're basically just identifying what words did they they master, what words Mm -hmm. did they need to review a little bit, and what words did they truly not know. Like, maybe they were absent that day or whatever. And it is working so well. Because we use them in our content a lot, like you're saying, like math and science Mm -hmm. notebooks. But... It's a great warm-up because they know what to do every day. They keep it in this little glossary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like it. And then I noticed just the other day, so then there's like the 100 words every high schooler should know oh, and yeah. every college student should know. So it could really work regardless of what I yeah. think, age level you have. 
I was going to say, have you noticed, either in their writing or in their, like, descriptions or discussions, have you noticed? <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the words, I think, in there is corpulent. And, <laughs> and one day, a student, or the next day, a student came in and he went, Miss Deacon, you're looking very uncorpulent today. Oh. <laughs> and I went, I, thanks for the compliment. Yeah. Um, good use of a, what do you call it, a prefix there, too. Or, um, there are some really good words that they kind of throw in there. Oh, today we had the word restitution. Oh, perfect. And, um, yeah, for our school, <laughs> where we have so many discipline issues, you know, we really had a nice conversation about yeah. what is restitution. And it's nice because it's really only two words, mm -hmm. and it goes up on the word wall, and so it's constantly being referenced every day. Um, yeah. And, that, and the retention, I feel like, is there because they're re, they're quizzed mm -hmm. over and over on on the beginning words mm -hmm. at least. So mm -hmm. maybe they're not going to have the X, Y, and Z words down mm -hmm. all that great, but at least the the front half of the a or alphabet they're yeah. going to have. And I'm looking through a lot of these words, and I know I've seen them in um, like when I give the kids sample tests. I yeah. know I've seen these words in sample tests. Yeah. So I mean, as far as just their, I guess you could say their scores when they do their reading. One of our biggest struggles, I think, for our kids and as teachers is that mm -hmm. we have so many English language learners and we have so many kids yes. who are who have learning disabilities. That then when they, ESL. Yeah, when they take the the math or the, the reading standardized test, there's mm -hmm. so much language and they just they just don't even know what the, the vocabulary is in order mm -hmm. to break down the I'm always the amazed at I'll, you know, I'll, we'll be reading something, and I'll just say something like, oh, so you know what, look, you know, this means, and half of them are like, no. I have a good example, because today I said um, to a student, uh, he came in to, to volunteer in my room, and I said, sure, you can stay, it'll, it'll keep you out of your own teacher's hair, and he goes, what does that mean, keep you out of somebody's hair? Oh. And, like, they really, it's like they just don't yeah. know. Is that like a euphemism? Yeah, I mean, that's not obviously a yeah. word of being here, but. Yeah, there's just a lot of, I guess, holes yeah, when they come to things us. Things that I think we would know. And I know, um, thinking of Ruby Payne's poverty, like the average, uh, I guess, language register is between four and, what, like 800 words? Oh, Even wow. though, yeah. like, you know, daily yeah. words that we use, it's like the same four to 800 words. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at these words, and although if I had counted them upon reading, I would know exactly what they meant, but I uh -huh. don't necessarily use them in my daily speech pertinent <laughs> well, and it's really yeah. helped me as a teacher, I think, too, when we use them on a on a daily basis. Like, I make an attempt to incorporate that word or two words mm -hmm. into into our teaching that day. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes a kid will, oh, like right now, you know, we're in a career unit, and they're, they had to come up with three words to describe themselves on a resume. <laughs> and they, again, one, one kid put imperious, Ooh. you know, or um, persistent. Yeah. And they're all words that I know that we've done in our... Mm -hmm. in our dictionary yeah I and I think parents because I've had a couple parents ask well you know what what are you doing and and I can show them the glossary I can show them the links mm -hmm. and to them that satisfies them because they they like to see their kid is is learning mm -hmm. new academic vocabulary mm -hmm. and if I'd have to say how does this compare to say four square vocabulary mm -hmm. which I've used in the past um the Foursquare vocabulary doesn't have the connecting piece um, that Lynx does. Mm -hmm. And Lynx, when they come up with their picture and their reminding word, that is special to them. And they, it's more fun. Yeah, it's, they get to draw their little picture, they get to pick their own word, 
they're taking ownership and it's cementing in their brain what they know. Whereas a four square, you know, although it's useful in its own way, um, it's just, what is a word, definition, uh -huh. picture, sentence? Yeah. And none of that is their own. Yeah. It's all pulled from a dictionary or... And while I think that could probably work for a higher-achieving higher kid, mm -hmm. because, you know, they don't have to do it as many times to memorize mm -hmm. new vocabulary, but I think this is really particularly good for our, our students that struggle yeah. with vocabulary to begin with. Yeah. We have a large amount of students on IEPs and a number in the ESL An program. Naturally large yeah, population. Very large. So, I mean, our average kid is not, you know. I, I mean, think my average kid <laughs> is, <laughs> my average kid is not a native English speaker, mm -hmm. uh, on free and reduced lunch, mm -hmm. and either served by, by special ed mm -hmm. or by another close, close to meeting intervention program, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. basically what we think of is pretty much every kid in our class is going to need some kind of intervention or yep. support. Mm -hmm. based on whatever it is. And some of them, they just overlap. Yeah, lots overlap. Yeah. So that's our, our low learners. Um, what about our high learners? I, I mean, honestly, I love it for high learning, too, because, uh, like, I have different homework for students who are talented and gifted. And regular homework, like, I send home links in, in a packet, and mm -hmm. I choose the words as content-based. But with the, the talented and gifted kids, in addition, I let them choose their own words. And they have to choose it from a specific source. But they love it because I think it gives them that opportunity to, mm -hmm. it's like you say, like make their own picture and, yeah. and write an interesting little linking story. And I also feel like the words that they pick, um, kind of teaching them which are the important words yeah. to pick, if that makes sense. Like yeah. the um, kind of the heavy content words. Um, that's also a process in itself is because I know learning links uh, as teachers, we have to differentiate mm -hmm. between words that are appropriate for links and words that are not appropriate for links. Yeah. And so as a student, that's the tag kids that's taking them up another, another step by having them. Yeah. Do that process. Point. And my husband, yeah. when I very first learned <laughs> links, maybe, maybe like a year after I learned links, my husband, he was thinking about going back um, to grad school and, he was, you know, signed up to take the GRE, and he was looking. He's like, I have to learn, like, 40 new words a day. How oh am I going to do this? And I was like, well, let me tell you a little strategy. <laughs> and I taught my husband how to use links. And he was, he'd sit there at the dining room table, and he'd be, he'd be doing his links. <laughs> and, uh, and I'd go around, and I'd say, well, no, I mean, remember, uh, you have to use the reminding word, and it has to do with the definition. Oh. He'd go, oh, yeah, okay, and he'd fix it. <laughs> And it's funny because he really, you know, I'd quiz him. He, even as an adult, like as a wow. grown-up, was using it as a, a vocab strategy. Wow. So um, I think it's good for, for everyone. Yeah. And we have um, a couple fifth-grade classes at our school that use them all, and all the way up through eighth grade. And then I know we have high school teachers in our district who use it pretty mm -hmm. regularly as well. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, I guess you could say kind of assessment for learning... Um, I have my kids, they take the links paper and they fold it in columns mm. so they can either just see, and it's kind of all stacked on top of each other. So if you open it, you can just either see the word, the picture, the story, or the definition. 
and then I have them quiz their partner um, and kind of unfold it and they'll either like say the story or the picture or show the picture or give the definition and then the the student has to fill in all the missing pieces. Is that like um, the self-test backwards or forwards? Kind of, yeah. Okay. I just added the folding part to kind of make it, I guess, um, like in, rather than covering it up, I think folding was more mm-hmm. effective. And that also kind or, of... Or the Lynx memory chain. <laughs> is that what it is? Well, I don't... Transforms a potentially weak link between a word and its definition. Oh, into a chain of very strong links. Sort of. Hmm, yeah, um, okay. That's definitely a visual. Um, but yeah, they like that form of quizzing each other because then they can... Again, mm-hmm. it's, they take ownership and then someone else might have a different story and they get to hear the other person's story. And, um, mm-hmm. That kind of promotes diversity among the, the learning process. Yeah. I also do full page, I mean, not in our links glossary, I do full page links in other content areas like social studies or, um, science. What do you mean full page? Like it so, takes... so like my glossary, it's, it's like they're mini because yeah. they're smaller. It's like a half it's size. Like four on a page right? here. But then like an eight and a half by 11 where there's four, just four, right? Our normal size oh, links. okay. Okay. And then you flip, you know, flip it over and then maybe oh. there's other four. So okay. one sheet of paper could could potentially have eight okay. links on it. Yeah, but um, and I'll cut them apart sometimes and staple oh, them up on the yeah. wall. I like links because they're a a fun fun way to I don't know I guess display student work mm-hmm. about their vocabulary. Yeah, we had an administrator um, a couple years ago when I was coaching, and she loved <laughs> links because I she I mean she told me one time. She said, I love that I can go into a classroom and I can know immediately what words they're working on and what they're responsible for and mm-hmm. that they're actively learning these words. They're not mm-hmm. just up on the wall. And mm-hmm. they went, exactly, that's, that's why yeah. it works. It's kind of like the extension of the word wall. Yeah. Because, I mean, if a kid doesn't know words just on the wall, they're just going to look at that word, you know, and they're bored. And yeah. Know the word, know how to spell it backwards and forwards, but have no idea what it what means. means. <laughs> yeah. Good point. So the vocabulary piece, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Any other creative uses that you can think of? Oh, you know what? Next door, one of the other teachers, he blows his links oh, up. Yeah. To like eight by eleven. I think it's honestly. I think it's by like, fourteen. Yeah, probably eleven by fourteen. Um, and so I stole this from him the other day. And what happened is, I don't know if I messed it up. I didn't. I didn't enlarge the actual links. I just did a regular size links oh. on an eleven by fourteen size paper. Mm-hmm. So I had this giant. A space of like white next to the links, but then I was like, "Well, I'm going to use this space. I'm going to make yeah. it look like it's on purpose." So after we had done links, um, it was like it was for language arts, and it was about visual media. And I said, oh. "Okay, now you're going to draw some some examples, or oh. I think I had to do a quick little like reflection piece nice. about it in the column, and nice. then I just had them fold it when they put it in their binder." Oh. But um, yeah, he he blows them up. I think because he feels like he likes it. It is. I mean, it's a small space. Yeah. I feel like my handwriting in the in the yeah. definition or the linking story. A lot it's, of times, like I have to do tiny, oh, or I'll just draw out of the box, and the kids are yeah. like, "Just draw the box." So yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, great uses, great device. Yeah, I'd recommend it. And easy to implement, easy yeah. to learn, and a then, lot of bang for your buck. Once they know it, it's they know it, and you've done your work, and mm-hmm. then kind of all the your options from there to how to use it. Mm-hmm. So we'll put up some pictures um, on Facebook, and then I think I can include them on the blog. Mm-hmm. 
So the blog is simchatpdx.blogspot.com, or you can just look us up, um, I think simchatpdx, yeah. simchat, <laughs> yeah. on Facebook. Um, and then, anything else? <laughs> yeah, well, our, we now um, are featured presenters at the Sim Conference. Oh, yeah, so if you're listening to the podcast, we'll be there in Kansas yeah. in July. And we'll be presenting, actually, about our podcast. Yeah, so, <laughs> just trying to spread the word. Yeah, you can put some faces to these lovely voices that you hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, check out the blog, and we'll see you next time. Bye.